Hello, and welcome to another Church Mission Society podcast. We try and bring together stories from people across the globe who are involved in God's mission so that you can pray, learn, and participate in mission too. To discover more stories, visit churchmissionsociety.org. This interview features musician David Benjamin Blower, who came to CMS House on the 3rd of March 2020 for an event called For Art's Sake. Here he talks with digital strategist Jeremy Woodham about the workshop he ran and how his music interacts with mission. Your workshop this afternoon, you're looking at the prophetic and the apocalyptic um, in biblical literature and asking um, questions about that and that in connection with art, were these people artists? I mean, I guess many people in the Bible, if you think, is there art in the Bible, people might think, or maybe Psalms or Song of Songs, something that's a bit of poetry. Do you identify the prophets and the apocalyptic writers as artists? Well, I think if we um, encountered the Hebrew prophets today, we would probably think they were artists of some kind. We would think that they were performance artists, sort of standing in public and wailing naked. That would be a very, very artful thing to do these days. Uh, gathering a crowd and just smashing pots together, um, tying yourself up and laying down on the floor for uh, days and weeks and months. Um, and then writing reams and reams of poetry, very bizarre and artful um, poetry. You know, people of um, language. Um, and then, of course, music is also a part of um, how how the Hebrew prophets kind of uh, did their thing. So I think we would probably, if we encountered them today, think of them in um, um, in the vein of artists of one kind or another. Um, uh, but of course, because it's all locked up in a holy book, it's sort of it's within the realm of religion. We think of them as holy men and holy women. How would you like to unlock that for people? I'm not really um, interested in defining what art is and who's an artist and who isn't an, an artist and that kind of thing. I think um, this term is always in flux, you know, from one time to another, from one person to another. Um, it, I think maybe the important question in the present is looking at the artists among us. Uh, and beginning to ask ourselves whether we're in the presence of prophets, um, whether whether the creative people around us are there to amuse us or make life more beautiful or put nicer things on the wall to make life more bearable, um, help us cope with life, um, or whether um, or whether these are people giving us an integral awareness of the present. Um, helping us to be um, very much in the realities of the present, whether they're uh, beautiful or painful. Um, people who are um, envisioning possible routes into um, new futures, or people who are um, giving us the tools to enable us to let go of dying pasts. Um, I think those are the sort of questions I'm interested in, um, in seeing with. And is that how you see your your role? I mean, I want to say it's a it's a day 
in the context of a, a mission place, talking about arts and mission, do you have a sense of mission in your work? A sense of I feel like your music is definitely purposeful. Do you resonate with that role that you were just describing? Is that, is that how you see yourself? I think, um, well, I'm a musician and I kind of think it's um, simplest not to concern <laughs> myself with the um, titles that might come and go or, or labels that, that might might come or go. Um, um, I suppose I'm um, motivated to make work um, that enables us to gather around the um, the realities of the present and the pain of the present. Um, yeah, and to um, make work that enables an, um, a deeper level of engagement in reality for um, for whoever is is there to um, encounter it. Yeah, I don't want to call myself a prophet. <laughs> other people might call me that from time to time, and then other people might say he absolutely is not. But um, um, I think it's best just to concern myself with making what I'm making. And would you put would you put Jesus in that number? The prophets, the prophet. Do you see Jesus fulfilling that artistic role? Oh yeah. So Jesus lived um, in a time of absolute social and political crisis. Um, and the New Testament, as a collection of texts, just spans the before, during, and after, um, um, and, and you know, a total um, catastrophe, um, the, the collapse of a um, uh, of, uh, of an a people's way of life and um, um, faith and belief and uh, an understanding of who they were in the world and how it worked. And, um, it's times like that I think that artists and prophets really intersect um, and I think Jesus was um, among many other things uh, a prophet uh, and an artist who was um, um, creating work that enabled people to come to terms with uh, an ending, a collapse, um, a tragedy, um, a huge death event actually, 78, it was a, it was a horrible, horrible thing. Um, um, but also it helps people envision ways forward into alternative futures. Um, so yeah, I think Jesus um, was a prophet. I think Jesus was an artist. And what would you say, in terms of, again, coming back to this day on arts and mission, what would you say is the connection, if there is one, between arts and mission, or what would be, what might be a healthy connection? Art must always do what it's there to do, and must be absolutely free to do so. Um, so the commandeering of art for the purposes of um, uh, the church or the purposes of um, a, um, an endeavour or a process uh, that we might describe by the word mission 
um, becomes problematic for me. But the, the reality is art is so often missional. Um, it, it is so often, well, Marshall McLuhan used a beautiful phrase. He said that artists uh, are people who build Noah's arcs um, into new futures. Um, and in that sense, you know, the artist is, is a, a missional um, person creating work um, that kind of rescues people from a collapsing present into a um, renewed future. Um, I think if there is a, a missional kind of description of art, I think McLuhan put it quite beautifully. Now, listen, I have to pick up on a couple of sort of um, CMS connections because this Lent we've done a, a resource um, all focused on lament and your recent um, album, We Really Existed and We Really Did This. Is that right? I've got the title right. Um, mm -hmm. Subtitled A Lament. What's your take on the importance of lament? Well, we live in a world of endings. Um, we live in a world of tragedy and collapse and loss. Um, we all encounter it um, um, on some level. And sometimes we encounter it together collectively. We encounter loss, um, death, endings. Um, as a human species, we're um, moving into a time where scientists are ringing the bell and saying we're in uh, we've entered a time of uh, mass extinction um, not we're going to we have done animal uh, species are being extinct every day in the hundreds actually um, and it is as beings that walk in the image of God, um, the life is sacred, um, and when it's lost, it's a human function to lament, to grieve, um, to spend time um, in unhappiness. Um, and I think artists often host that. Um, yeah, so. Um, so I made a record of lament. I think a lot of people would say most of my records are a bit lamenting. Does that take us somewhere different, somewhere new ultimately? Or does it have the potential to? Well, I think we can't move into newness until we grieve the end of, of what, what you've lost. Um, and the failure to move into the future tends to come of trying to hold on to a past that's slipped away. Um, which so much of the world is desperately trying to do at the moment. You see that in our, um, you know, in the, in the sort of political s swing of the West. Um, so yeah, lamenting is is about moving onwards. You can't turn around and move forwards until you've looked back and um, grieved what you're losing. I think I'm slightly randomly, but as we we were just talking about um, how. John Newton's one of our founder members, I know, on your hymns for Nomads, you, um, his was one of the few cover versions, if you like, of mm -hmm. songs. What did you like about that particular one, Prayers Answered with Crosses? So the song Prayer Answered with Crosses by John Newton 
is um, less well known than Amazing Grace because it doesn't really have a um, a happy ending. <laughs> um, yeah, it speaks of failure and suffering, and, and it's I guess it's the prayer of a person um, encountering that and um, coming to terms with uh, growing through um, through pain. Um, so it's much less victorious. Sounds a lot less like a national anthem. Um, I've no idea what kind of tune he would have put it to. I made up uh, a tune of my own. Um, but there we go. Uh, I, I think maybe in um, um, in Christian circles, we're not we're not that good um, at um, at talking about failure and collapse and grief and sharing that. So um, um, there's John Newton's other song, apart from Amazing Grace, it's worth listening to. This notion of the people who say they're not creative or, oh, that's an interesting, you're having a day on arts, fine, that's, I'm not creative, that's not for me, that type of reaction. Is there a way for those people to get past that and engage with some of this um, prophetic stuff that you're about what do you say to those people when they say that to you no one really has the nerve to say to me that they're not creative and i think it's because i sort of am <laughs> so um and they don't want to be rude <laughs> so um people will probably say oh you're very creative <laughs> um the thing comes that way around and i guess i always think well we're all creative and um we all interact with creativity. Um, to be human is to be creative. Um, and I think maybe it's a shame that we um, uh, pigeonhole ourselves and each other as creative or, or not creative. We're all interacting with um, beauty and we're all interacting with grief and um, you know, aesthetics. This is, this is the language of, of, um, of how we do these things. Um, we all cry. Um, we all laugh, um, and I think um, creativity almost starts from those kinds of places. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Church Mission Society. For more material, go to churchmissionsociety.org forward slash resources.